I'm Dennis Estocasio, Business Mirror, and this is the Boulder Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Boulder Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabwag and comes out every Monday. Today, we podcast week 22 of the Stock Market Outlook for May 30, 2022 to June 3, 2022. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version online, please go to the Business Mirror website and search for Stock Market Outlook. For the print edition, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices were slightly down last week with bargain hunters failing to lift the market as higher consumer prices continue to spook investors. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index lost 20.19 points to close at 6,726.14 points. The main index continued its decline during the first two days of the week, falling the most on Tuesday, losing 1.6% to close at the 6,500-point level. It recovered during the three successive sessions after the Marcos administration announced familiar faces in its economic team. The recovery, however, was not enough to offset the huge fall early in the week. The average daily trading for the week was low at just 5.88 billion pesos. For investors, which now made up more than half of the trades, were net sellers at 9.84 billion pesos. All other sub-indices ended on the red with the exception of the services index, that gained 11.40 points to close higher at 1,907.12 points. The broader all shares index shed 17.11 to close at 3,596.13. The financials index lost 16.46 to close at 1,606.93. The industrial index declined 15.88 to close at 9,435.29. The holding firm's index retreated 37.59 to close at 6,152.73. The property index was down 8.38 to close at 3,060.61. And the mining and oil index dropped 32.20 to close at 11,654.50. For the weak losers, edge gainers 132 to 83 and 33 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Easy Call Communications Philippines Incorporated, MJC Investments Corporation, Harbor Star Shipping Services Incorporated, Lodestar Investment Holdings Corporation, Mabuhay Vinyl Corporation, iPeople Incorporated, and Liberty Flower Mills Incorporated. The top losers, on the other hand, were Primex Corporation, Lorenzo Shipping Corporation, PH Resorts Group Holdings Incorporated, PKC Metals Corporation, McKay Holdings Incorporated, 
APN Holdings Incorporated B, and SOC Resources Incorporated. Share prices may continue to fall this week as investors start pricing in the latest round of interest rate hike by the Banco Central ng Pilipinas and another possibly in June. There will also be consolidation of prices after the previous week's V-shaped recovery of the main index. Broker 2 Trade Asia said there will be another round of volatility in the coming sessions after the Banco Central ng Pilipinas governor hinted another interest rate in the June meeting of the policy-making monetary board. This is to keep up with rising inflation rate in the country and also with the U.S. Federal Reserve's possible move to raise its rates by 50 basis points for June and July. Despite the lack of severe market reaction from the BSP's first 25 basis points rate hike, some risk of attitude is warranted, the broker said. Broker 2 Trade Asia said the combined rate hikes of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas and the U.S. Federal Reserve is one of the fastest in the past decade and should douse inflation fears, but will tighten valuations and crimp capital expenditure plans for the second half of the year and the year 2023. Economists at Bank of the Philippine Islands have said they expect at least 100 basis point hikes from the Banco Central ng Pilipinas this year from 75 basis points previously. Even with the 100 basis pick, even with the 100 basis point rate hike this year, the policy rate will still be below historical and pre-pandemic levels, the Bank of the Philippine Islands said. Furthermore, the impact of rate hikes is usually gradual and the economy has the capacity to absorb slightly higher interest rates, especially now that demand is almost back to the pre-pandemic level, economists of the lender said in its analysis. A more significant risk to the country's economic prospects is inflation and the depreciation of the peso, which will increase the cost of oil that the country imports from abroad on top of the increase brought by the conflict in Ukraine. The bank added that a prolonged period of elevated oil and coal prices may eventually lead to second round effects that could make inflation more entrenched. Jonathan Ko, an economist for Asia and the Philippines at Standard Chartered Bank, has said in a report released last May 12, they project six consecutive policy rate hikes of 25 basis points each, starting in May and ending in December, to bring the policy rate to 3.5% by end 2022. Paul said they previously expected monetary authorities to start hiking in August by 50 basis points in the third quarter and 25 basis points per quarter until the third quarter of 2023 to bring the policy rate to 3.5%. Koha said they are not ruling out a 50 basis point hike at upcoming meetings if inflation surprises significantly to the upside or at the 6% level. However, Koha said their base case assumes that the central bank will opt for a measured and gradual pace of rate hikes to support a sustainable economic growth recovery amid still elevated uncertainty due to the Russia-Ukraine conflict, China's slowdown, and global monetary policy normalization. Investors will also digest the moves of Marcos administration's new economic team, which will start its meetings with the current administration for a smooth transition of power by the end of June. 
Several business groups have welcomed the nomination of officials who would likely compose the Marcos administration's economic team. In a new statement, the Bankers Association of the Philippines lauded the nomination of Banco Central and Filipinas Governor Benjamin Jocno as Secretary of the Department of Finance and seasoned Monetary Board member Felipe Medalia as the new Governor of the Central Bank. In a new statement, the Bankers Association of the Philippines lauded the nomination of Banco Central and Filipinas Governor Benjamin Jocno as Secretary of the Department of Finance and seasoned Monetary Board member Felipe Medalia as the new Governor of the Central Bank. Bankers Association of the Philippines President Antonio Moncupa Jr. said that Jocno and Medalia are notable economists who have the scholastic distinction and extensive experience that transcend different administrations making them the best candidates for these roles. Go Negocio founder Joey Concepcion, for his part, welcomed the nomination of Alfredo Pascual, president of the Management Association of the Philippines, as incoming Department of Trade and Industry Secretary. Sergio Luis Ortiz Jr., president of the Philippine Exporters Confederation Incorporated, the umbrella organization of Philippine exporters, said the organization is happy with the appointment of the economic cluster as the impressive credentials and track records of the team members are expected to help the country sustain the respect and credibility in the local and international community. Ortiz Luis Jr. added that Real Export collaborated with most of the economic managers on its past advocacies centered on, ex centered on export promotion and support for exporters and micro, small, and medium enterprises. He said the trade association looks forward to stronger dialogue and collaboration with the incoming economic cluster on addressing the main issues faced by the micro, small, and medium enterprises and exporters who have been the worst hit by the ongoing pandemic, inflation, rising fuel prices, geopolitics, and trade disruptions. The same is true for former Socioeconomic Planning Secretary Arsenio Balisacan, who is the, also the first chairman of the Philippine Competition Commission, which was institutionalized during the Duterte administration, Ortiz Luis added. Prior to their roles in the Banco Central and Filipinas, Jocno was Secretary of the Department of Budget and Management under President Duterte and former President Joseph Estrada. Medalia was Director General of the National Economic and Development Authority under former President Estrada. Mungkupa said their experiences as economic managers in past administrations are valuable assets as the Philippines makes its way towards economic and post-pandemic recovery. Mungkupa expressed confidence that under their stewardship, the country will be able to successfully navigate the various fiscal and economic challenges incumbent upon the country. Kupa said that the Bankers Association of the Philippines will continue to work with the Department of Finance and Banco Central ng Pilipinas in pursuing initiatives that support fiscal stability and strength and policies that will promote social economic development for the Filipino people. Immediate support for the main index is seen at 6,400 points and resistance at 6,900 to 7,000 points. For the stock picks, 
broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to buy on pullbacks in the stock of Robinson's Land Corporation after the stock climbed to climbed for four consecutive trading days last week. The broker said market players look like they are keeping an eye on this stock as its technical readings showed bearishness on the stock. Nonetheless, the playability for this stock hasn't died down yet for investors to catch on to pullbacks, the broker said. The shares of Robinson's Land Corporation closed last Friday at 18 pesos and 74 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to buy when its support price holds on the stock of Ayala Land Incorporated after it extended its loss. Meanwhile, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to buy when its support price holds on the stock of Ayala Land Incorporated after it extended its loss during last week's trading, but still within the consolidation range. The broker said based on the technical indicators, the bears picked up along with increasing momentum with relatively low buying pressure. Regina Capital said there might be a continued sell down as the stock is already approaching the oversold condition. The broker placed a support price for the stock at between 26 pesos and 70 centavos to 27 pesos and 50 centavos. The shares of Ayala Land Incorporated closed last week at 28 pesos and 85 centavos apiece. And now for the weather outlook via the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. PAGASA issued its weekly weather outlook at 12 o'clock p.m. of May 27, 2022, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of June 3, 2022. Pagasa said that throughout the week beginning last Sunday, the whole country will have partly cloudy in the morning, becoming cloudy in the afternoon or evening with rain showers and thunderstorms. Pagasa said it doesn't expect a tropical cyclone to develop throughout the outlook period of May 27 to June 3. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Brotherhood Podcast. Please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis Astopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening.